and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Hey, Siri, nickname me. Okay, what would you like me to call you? Peter Griffin, H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-
Uh, me and Sandro are attempting a dry January kind of situation. <laughs> kind of more dry January adjacent, I, I guess. I, I was going to say, I like that you're honest and you said attempting. Hey, you know, yeah, hey, dude. fair disclosure. Yeah, Spoiler fair alert. Disclosure. I'm trying We're my attempting. best here. Yeah. It's more like a moist January instead of a full dry <laughs> January, as it were. <laughs> so, a, anyways, a, but we... There's a bit of a, dr- a little little sploosh, <laughs> just a little sploosh, not a big sploosh. But uh, so Coley is going to, uh, she's our, our knight in uh, aluminum armor out there uh, crushing beers for us. Yeah. So let's get over to uh, Coley for the beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. All right, fine ladies and gentlemen out there, I am actually drinking... Belching Beaver Deftones Phantom Bride India Pale Ale. Cute can. I'm a huge fan of Deftones. I love the can Deftones. on that one. That, I you're going to drop the nice alone. beaver drop. Oh. <laughs> oh, I should have. Damn it. Here. Nice beaver. I can go back and say again uh, what you're drinking. Belching Beaver Deftones Phantom Bride. Nice beaver. Perfect. Hey. That's perfect. <laughs> Take two. Give me two. I appreciate that. So... Um, Untapped has a rating of 3.9, so not bad. Um, I actually drank quite a few of these in the summer as well. It's just kind of like a good go-to beer, in my opinion. Um, there's 71,737 total reviews, which is crazy. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah, so heavy. It's wow. definitely been around the block. Um, <laughs> a the description is named after the ethereal song by the one and only Deftones. Phantom Bride IPA is a blend of Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. Delicately balanced for the perfect drink- drinkable mix of citrus and hoppy goodness. And that is like the perfect description. Nice. I love That's all awesome. the hops in there, especially Mosaic. It's my favorite. How is That's it awesome. just normal, a- or, uh, normal IPA strength? Oh, sorry. 7. One zero alcohol by volume. Alcohol. Seven point one's not bad. Yeah, that's that's solid. I don't see any IBUs on it. How about new? If you were to guess, nobody. What would you think. Oh, just kidding. Untapped has it. Fifty-five. Oh. Oh, that's smooth then. Mm-hmm. For seven point one yes. being at fifty-five. <laughs> Damn. That's and especially trouble. with like all of the, the four different kinds of hops, it is. Oh my god, it is so good. So, trouble like I said, I was like, that's amazing. I was crushing it hard in the summer. Because, I mean, nice. it's 7%, which is kind of high, but I don't know. Is that like a That's not like beer? keep your ass high. Like, what would you be eating with that? What would I eat with it? Yeah, like, would you pair it with, like, barbecue? I mean, I don't know. You said you were drinking it during the summer. Oh, I was it drinking it in like the pool a... on, like, an empty stomach. Oh, Maybe some so carrots and ranch Pair it dip. with some chlorine. Then. Yeah, or, like, some hummus. <laughs> it was fine with hummus. Nice. Paired it with the second one. Good. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit of chlorine, a little bit of hummus, some carrots. It was great. Yeah, I'm on this. <laughs> You do make some good hummus. Yeah, it's a great beer. Nice. Booze League Radio. Right on. Um, God, see, that's making me want a beer now. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You should do it. You know, so beers, delicious. I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, I hear where you're coming from, Wiley. Like having to like the the strength to like do the dry January is one thing, but if you're like, hey, I'm gonna cut the difference and not have all the calories of the beers. I mean, those beers are gonna be there when I come back. It's I feel what you're saying, man. It's it's kind of crazy. 
it is and it's been a weird journey for me what is this the 12th so, no 13th so 13th, it's the 13th yeah. i've lost seven pounds this month so far I just from it. cutting out the booze damn i, yeah. I actually like yeah. sleep well which is amazing like i wake up in the morning i'm like dude i slept all the way through the night is this how sober people feel like every night this yeah. is amazing so um no dry january is actually it's been fun um and it's a lot easier being that I, where are you going to go to hang out for a happy hour or anything else here in California? You can't yeah. really go anywhere. So mm-hmm. all I'm doing is avoiding drinking at home with the darbs. Um, and I, you know, yeah. so I think we yeah. can all uh, no, I feel get you. through that. Absolutely. Were, so. I mean, I was on a good little trajectory myself there, and then, I don't know, just to share with everyone out there, um, fucking sick as could be right now. Um, <laughs> I don't have the Rona. I got the negative test on that, but um, I've been inside of my house and missing work for the last three days, and I'm just bored as fuck, so I started cracking into the whiskey, a couple beers, just because, I mean, I already feel like shit. I might as well be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I feel if they did a poll of what would make you drink like what what reason are you going to drink today right i feel like yeah. being bored is way high on that oh, it's list a, it's a big one dude yeah. for sure yeah yeah absolutely especially now during the pandemic you're like well what do you want you want a beer well let's have a beer yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next thing you know you're drinking well last five. saturday nick and i i didn't think we went too hard we had some kirkland pre-mixed margs and then switched to beer and i had like a heady topper and then a chocolate i woke up in the morning like what the hell happened and my clothes were all over the living room. <laughs> it, and Nick had the biggest smile on it, his face. Yeah, it was nice. another one of those nights. I was like, Well, it's oh, me wait. again. <laughs> there you go. He comes toodling on out. He's like, What's up, chicken? Well, it's me again. <laughs> I came out to the living room and I was like, Oh, the carnage. Oh, my God. You just see the, like, the aftermath, right? Yeah. The trail. Just of destruction. Underwear, bra, like, pants, or, well, my pants were in the washer because I spilled beer on myself. Wow, so you were, like, you know, still together enough to put your clothes in the washer. Yeah, well, I think that's oh, what, like, that's started the whole good. thing. And then more clothes started coming <laughs> off, but I think the pants were the start. There you go. So, yeah. So you were at the level of buzzed up where the pants go in the washer and the beer comes out of the cup, uh, like the can of the cup or whatever. Yeah, it was all, I spilled it. I was sitting on the couch. I've been there. Yeah. I've been nice. I've been there and then forgotten. Like you do it early in the night and then like especially like when I was on the road traveling, I get in my truck the next day, I'm like, What the hell smells like beer? Turns out my pants had dried overnight. I just didn't realize that I reeked of beer. Of course it's the only pair of jeans I'd brock, so I was only uh, gone for like two or three days. So uh, that happened yeah. a few times. Uh not not proud to say. Um yeah. that that did happen a few times. It's all good. So Instead of like uh, acid wash, it's beer wash jeans. Yeah. Yeast wash. Oh no, <laughs> Ew, not. I take that back. Not that. Malt wash, maybe. <laughs> not yeast. <laughs> yeah, no. That that uh, that happened more often than it should. Every damn night. Yeah, every Tuesday it feels. Anyways, uh, let's distract from that and maybe get on to some news. Nice. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to. This is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, speaking of beer, let's, uh, let's go around the world right now uh, to Asia. Asia remains the top consuming region of beer for the 12th consecutive year according to the latest report from Kieran Beer University, who might be biased. Um, 
<laughs> Global right. beer consumption came in around 189 million kiloliters uh, this past year. And I, I did the math on that. I had to do it a few times just to get to gallons. Yeah. 49 billion gallons Jeez, of beer dude. were consumed worldwide over the past year. Wow, that's a lot. Is, I, I couldn't even get my head around it. One million uh, uh, kiloliters is uh, 264 million gallons. So, Damn. Uh, wow. There was a lot of it's drinking. a lot of piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, huh? It's all got to go somewhere, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, China leads the world uh, in beer consumption. Uh, China remains the largest beer-consuming country. It also maintains its position as the largest beer-consuming country in the world. Uh, wait, beer-consuming country in Asia? China. Okay, so in Asia, China's the uh, largest, and also worldwide it is as well. Yeah. It's got a 21% share of the global market in terms of Damn. beer. And there are a lot of people in China. So it's a numbers game. All, yeah, their population's insane. Yeah, they're doing their part, though. Um, <laughs> beer consumption did decline a little bit by point or 0.4%. Uh, and this is uh, attributed to a maturing consumer market and market saturation. Japan is the second largest consumer in the Asian region, in the Asian region uh, seventh largest in the world. Beer consumption uh, went up in Vietnam, India, Philippines, and that's kind of what uh, contributed to, the, uh, to Asia keeping its uh, top spot. The second largest beer consumer, although volumes did go down, is the U.S., we went down by 0.5%. We actually drank a little bit less beer. Probably craft all whiskey markets. And <laughs> all that seltzer and shit. Dude, dude. 100%, right? Yeah. Is the White sure. Claw effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brazil is the third, then Mexico, and then followed by Russia. Wow. Germany, Japan, the UK, Vietnam, and Spain are all what make up the top 10 beer drinking countries in the world. However, in per capita terms, the Czech Republic is the largest consumer per capita, and has been since the mid-90s. This Damn. is followed by other traditional beer markets such as Austria, Romania, Germany, and Poland. So them Czechs, they're drinking, like, if, if, if there was as many Czechs as there were Chinese, They'd be like, done. we'd done. have no beer left. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, anyway, so that is uh, good on you, Asia. We need to pick up the pace here in yeah. America. I mean, just on a note there, I mean, I heard that in China there's more women in their military than we have people in our military. Wow. wow. I That's didn't a know crazy that. like how high their population is, dude. It's insane. I think I woo after every one of our jingles just I do, too. I think I started that trend. It just Everything sounds you like it totally needs a woo. Did. 100%. Like, as it just kind of fades out, it's like, woo. Yeah, mm. I agree. All right. Uh, story number two. Natural Light, Natty Light Beer, installs an art piece in Grand Central Station that shines a light on rising college debt, which I know is a big deal. Yeah. Natural Light unveiled an installation entitled Da Vinci of Debt in Grand Central Terminal's Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Hall. The installation was created using 2,600 authentic physical diplomas provided by real college graduates across the country. Daniel Blake, the vice president of Value Brands at Anheuser-Busch. I think I got a bush drop in here somewhere, don't I? <laughs> oh, no, I almost hit huge bitch. There we go. That's a huge bitch. That one also is pretty good. Where'd my bush drop go? Did I get rid of my... No. I can give it to you. Bush. bush. Thank you. Part of the problem is that since we're, we don't do these as weekly as we used to, just because, you know... 
pandemic. Yeah. Um, I'm not as up to date on where all my drops are, so it's hard for me to find them in the the mass that I have. Anyways, back to it. Um, Daniel Blake, v- VP of Value Brands at Anheuser Busch, says. The art world is filled with absurd price tags that most people find impossible to justify. That's what made this the perfect medium for this campaign. It's a very fitting analogy analogy uh, for the outrageous cost of attending a typical four-year college, and through Da Vinci of Debt, we hope to inspire action around the college debt crisis and drive more fans to enter for a chance to have the Natty College Debt Relief Program pay down their student loans. So the installation is going to run from January 14th through 16th, you can go online to naturallight.com forward slash Da Vinci of Debt to see a full gallery of the installation. And the pictures are actually really, really cool. Um, it is a, described as a mesmerizing collection of real diplomas suspended in midair as if a gale of wind had just scattered all 2,600 of them throughout the Vanderbilt Hall. The design is meant to illustrate both the scale of the crippling debt crisis while also alluding to the chaotic impact college debt creates for those who are burdened by it. Each diploma was carefully molded in place and brilliantly suspended using an intricate network of cables. So, um, yeah. Down, it's so that, uh, if you want to check that out, naturallight.com forward slash Da Vinci of Debt. And the pictures, they got a picture uh, down kind of in mid-gale looking up through it, kind of like you look up through the eye of a hurricane or a tornado. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool piece. So, very nice. That's an interesting concept. Good on you. For, for yeah, sure. definitely. I mean, even big beer um, to take on. I mean, I guess. I mean, Natty Light. Well, maybe they should do that kind of thing more than uh, making beer. I mean, they seem to be better at art. Yeah, and paying people <laughs> based on the debt. pictures. <laughs> that would be. That's it. Yeah, just go yeah. pay student debt, dude. People will love you. That's crazy. All right, and our third story. I did tease it out. Um, let's go to America's Wang. Florida man, Florida man, there's no one like a Florida man, the dumbest in all the land. There's no one like a Florida man. They got lots of haters and lots of alligators. They really probably should be banned. Florida man, Florida man. Woo! Woo! <laughs> there you go. Woo! This comes from Brevard County, Florida. Florida man rides airboat on neighborhood streets, deputies oh, say. God. A Florida man who rode his airboat through the streets of his neighborhood on New Year's Eve threatened to kill deputies as they were taking him into custody, according to the Brevard County Sheriff's Office. Deputies said they were called to Mimosa Avenue. Hell oh, yeah. There you go. That oh, is man. my street. That's my hood. Yeah, there needs to be more of us living oh on Mimosa yes. Avenue. Place oh, to be shit. Sunday morning around 10 o'clock. <laughs> but they were called there around 11.30 p.m. on uh, uh, New Year's Eve and saw a man later identified as Joseph Prohaska, age 40, riding an airboat on the streets before pulling it into a yard. A public information officer said Prohaska knocked over trash cans and was shooting off fireworks during this oh incident. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine you hear the sound of that airboat with the big old fan and just this? You guys should see the picture of this guy. He comes down here just whooping it up, firing off fireworks. <laughs> I can't in. even imagine. Oh my god! As deputies were on the scene, they said Prohaska turned the airboat on and started to rev the engine to cause a disturbance and mock law enforcement. You could take my airboat when you pry it off of my cold, drunk ass. <laughs> Prohasco was in place under arrest, but began making threats when deputies also tried to take his father into custody, telling them, I will kill you if you hurt him. 
Rohaska is facing charges of disorderly conduct and making threats to a law enforcement officer. Yeah, damn, you don't want to do that down there. Shit. That's <laughs> bad. Right, dude. That's kind of like the, I, like, Coley, imagine if that drunk driver had an airboat on oh. your yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can, oh, can I not even? I, like, I looked up his um, case information. Go. Yeah. Not good. Uh, well, I mean, it's just, like, dumb. I mean, it's personal. It's, pr- um... Not personal. It's yeah. public information. Sure. But I looked it up, and he pled not guilty to driving under the influence. I'm like, <laughs> it wasn't Holy, me. How do you blow a point <laughs> three three and not and plead fuck? not guilty? Oh, he must have been drunk when he said that. I, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because I actually got jury duty the other day, and I was gonna schedule it for his Imagine. court date, which I was hoping. Imagine. But I ended up postponing oh, it until my July. God. Oh my god! I think they'd kick you out anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know it would right? be totally conflict of interest, but I just wanted to go and be like, "Booyah!" I'd have to be like, "Oh, I can't! I know who that is. He crashed on my lawn. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Bye. No, sorry. I'm not Nicole Wyman. I'm uh, I'm uh, Will Cole. Yeah, Nyman. yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see. Yeah, you see. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the news. Booze League Radio. Well, yeah, that's crazy. to go back to like 2020 and what a weird, crazy year it was for most of us, um, I found a kind of a surprising article on the top 10 2020 beers from Untapped. And I guess they released their list of beers and it's determined by global check-ins. So it's so these these would be the top ten nice. beers. Yes, just that's why it was like super. It was surprising globally. to me because I figured you know like hmm. I don't know we still some really great beers dropped last year. You know I didn't know if it was based on like rating or whatnot. So when I read it was global check-ins and it says with each beer boasting at least seventy thousand check-ins over the last twelve months. <laughs> Do you guys like have wow. any idea of what it they could be? Uh, Any guesses before I start laying them out? I'll start at number ten. And okay, so these are the the top by rating. By check-in. Or are these the top by checking, by, not by, by check-in. Rating. So these are the most checked-in yeah. beers. I want to say hmm. that one of the Pliny's is on there. Wrong. Oh, this is, no, it's okay, like really it. insane. Wow. Would it be? Uh, w- I'm trying to think of something that'd be like, um, like kind of everywhere, like a Lagunitas or something. Is Lagunitas on there? IBA? Uh, yes. Hey. So okay, so Sierra Nevada, yeah, Sierra, Sierra Nevada, Nevada. Is on there, oh, yeah, okay. Is Stone IPA on there or Stone Delicious? No. Oh, um, damn. So I'll start. What about Yingling? Uh, what? Isn't that isn't that like oh, Yingling? Yingling is like a pretty popular one on the East Coast? Oh, right? like a real like. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Guinness is Guinness on there? Yes. Oh, uh, what's up, go. Mike Jam? Oh, nice. So number ten. Hazy little thing, Sierra Nevada, which Sandra yep. said. Number nine, Stella Artois. Stella okay, Artois. Yeah, Number yeah, eight. Wow. See, this yeah. is interesting because like Stella would not necessarily be considered craft. It's like, or not neither would Guinness, really. Well, it did when I was so, like twenty-five. Well, this is just untapped <laughs> top beers. It doesn't say anything about craft. It's just the top beer check-ins. Yeah. Oh no, totally. But I also feel that untapped is is kind of the darling of. People who drink. Oh no, craft I beer. I agree. Of, that's, you know, I think that's why I was everyone. so shocked about the list. I was like, um, yeah. this is interesting. Like, I think I need to talk about this. Yeah. Alright, so so far we got hazy little thing. Um, Stella. 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 And then number okay. eight, Miller Light, 
Bomb no. City, right? Wow. Yeah. You know what? When I was in Dallas, that's all that people were drinking, and I drank a truckload of Miller oh. Lights. Like, it oh. was just, that's what people oh. were drinking. I drank so many. It was insane. Tastes like an abortion clinic in yes, Iceland. Precisely. <laughs> Number seven is Trapel Carmelier by oh, okay. Brewery Bostiles. I've never oh, heard of wow. that one. Okay. Nor have I. Hmm. Number six, Elvis Juice by Brewdog. Okay. Brewdog is fairly international yeah. too, though. I mean, for like they're, so that's good. So Elvis yeah, Juice. Interesting. Okay. Elvis Juice. Five. Does it also give the ratings of these no. by chance? It just no, had the okay. list. Uh, five is Heineken. Another oh, one Heine. I'm not thrilled that. about. Heine. No, this is a skunkiness to them. It's not Number, a fan. Yes, precisely. Uh, number four, IPA, Lagunitas Brewing Company. Oh, there we are. Number four. What's up? Number yeah. three, very fitting for the year, Corona Extra by Grupo Modelo. <laughs> Corona. Corona is extra. It is. Yeah. It like, is. Damn. I'm ready for it to go home. Um, <laughs> number two is Punk IPA, also by Brewdog. So they oh, have two that. that made yeah. the list. Holy Both shit. of those I've never had with everybody checking them in. Never I haven't either. Those. I don't think. I can't. I, I might have had one beer by Brewdog, but hmm? I it's not really so I don't see him out here that I often. Don't I, I don't think I ever see Brewdog Definitely out here. Definitely not. And no. then um drum roll. <laughs> number one. Although it's the one that Wiley said that we didn't even talk about. Uh Guinness was number one. Wow, well, yeah. I I believe that for sure. So like I said, it totally was it was that. quite surprising. I mean I guess based on check ins it's not as surprising, but like Wiley said, it's Untapped is so known for craft beer and craft beer drinkers to check in. So I just thought that was really interesting to share. And we really need to drink some better beers and check in with them to make 2021 better than 2020. <laughs> Finally, Guinness Draft by Guinness secured first place for the third year in a row. Yeah, it's a pretty international beer. I mean, out of all of those, that's my favorite beer. Oh. I mean, I definitely would have, you know, yeah. easy to drink, and the whole world knows it. And it said um, they stole the entire election with 164,936 check-ins in 2020 and now boasts over 2 million total check-ins across the site. Damn. Wow. There you go. That's crazy. Dude, smashing. When my distributor lost Guinness, they started crying. Really? Yeah, they went to uh, the competition yeah. and they were so oh. bummed. Well, you know me, I love me some Guinness, so. Me too. But I'm gonna, I'm drink. not gonna fanboy it out until we get closer <laughs> to uh, my favorite day uh, of the year, St. Patrick's mm -hmm. Day. You should have been born right? on St. Patrick's Day. I get more texts on St. Patrick's Day wishing me happy St. Patrick's Day than I do on my birthday. So. Okay, so Wiley, <laughs> I know your birthday is one day away from mine. Is it the fifteenth or the seventeenth? Seventeenth. There you go. 17th. Okay, I'm going to write told, that down okay, this so, time. So that way I don't I, forget. Wiley, I was like, I was pretty sure your birthday was the 17th. I was pretty sure. But I text Sandro today. I'm like, fuck, Sandro, when is your birthday? And he's like, the 16th. I'm like, okay, Wiley's the 17th. He's like, I thought he was the 15th. I'm like, fuck, I checked his Facebook and he took his fucking birth date off. I'm like, no, I scrolled through your page, nothing. And I felt like his shittiest friend. And I text Nick. I'm like, his birthday's the 17th, right? And he's like... I think so. Why? I'm like, cause I I want to make sure. And, oh, don't hate me. I, I'm sorry. I really tried to go. be sleuthy. No, no Thanks, hate Thanks for clearing that up yeah. there, Wiley. I'm yeah, like, no, hey, I'm here to help. I'm but so you... embarrassed. 
Uh, Normally we're out doing brunch or or whatever for my birthday, especially my birthday is on a Sunday. That would be like prime and there'd be football on. That'd be a Mexican brunch. I could drink champagne kind of day. Yeah. um, Which we did a few times for my birthday. I could go for some money poncho right now. Oh, oh, hell yeah, dude. Punch. Dia de los hell Withers. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a good one. <laughs> Muy barato, Dia de los Withers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, once uh, we're allowed out of our homes and whatnot, we all need to just have the biggest party that celebrates all the shit we missed. You know, the dude. birthdays we couldn't do. The like New Year's every Eve hour, we couldn't every do. hour we'd like bust every out decorations. Yeah, just <laughs> change it up. Change go. it up. <laughs> change from tacos. All to right, moving on to the Christmas party we didn't have. Just know next hour yeah. will be New Year's Eve. Make yeah, sure to have your tux go. ready. Oh my God, that would be sick. Coming dude. along. That, that would be cool. great I'm to start super early with brunch and then move on to like tacos and then move on to like a formal dinner and then champagne and tuxedos. Oh my God, dude, that'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, let's let's uh let's let's stick that one there. In the hopper. Let's uh, let's, let's keep an eye out for that, that one. Yeah, let's put a pin in that. I want to come back to that one. I think it's a great idea. The Commish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. Well, um, as uh, we know, that Untapped is definitely like what we do. Uh, we go on there to, to check out beers. We go on it to see ratings. And uh, I'm pretty amazed by how many people like came together for what you the top uh-huh. 10 that you did. Would you say it was over 70,000? Dude, that's, that's, that's incredible. Um, well, something that I've been noticing just in the beer industry and in my, for myself, too, is that the non-alcoholic beer market has been pretty much blown up. Um, we have definitely your mainstream, you know, non-alcoholic beers that you can buy at Vons or whatever grocery store you go to. But there have been some craft breweries that have really been stepping up their game. And um, I think it couldn't be at a better time. Uh, honestly, obviously with the New Year's and people doing like the whole New Year, New Me, all that bullshit, that works out really well. But I think this is something a little bit deeper rooted. People are actually really gravitating to this. I know myself, I've been trying to not drink, you know, as much during the week. I'm a sucker for day drinking. This is something where I can drink like a, a couple or a few beers on a Sunday and then still be able to like go do stuff with my kids or like go hang out with my family or go just on a run even, you know what I mean? Like so there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, they're they're getting better, I mean honestly. So what I did is put together a little top five list here for me on because um, I've been definitely trying quite a few lately. And I uh, wanted to share with you guys on some of these. But um, first, though, what are you guys' thoughts on non-alcoholic beers? I mean, I'm all, look, I'm all for it. Um, I'm sure a lot of my pregnant friends would appreciate it. You know, that's like, yeah. well, I mean, I, anyway, n- not about me. For all I don't, your friends, I don't want prego. kids, so I don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> if I got pregnant, I think, like, the worst part would be not being able to, like, drink. I just think that's, yeah, like, the like sure. that would, ki- I don't know. Cause I, I like love to try beer and I get so excited. So if they're at least where I could <laughs> yeah. like pretend like I could drink something that tasted like gotcha. beer that was non-alcoholic, so I could still enjoy it because I enjoy the taste of beer. I think that's for sure awesome. Like, and I've been seeing yeah. ones advertised, so I'm really excited to hear what you think are the top five. Nice. Yeah, I'm uh I'm fired up about this as well to find out because I feel like the reason that a lot of people don't drink non-alcoholic beers, I mean, people. Don't, 
well, there are people out there that do it, but a lot of people aren't like, hey, I'm just going to drink beer so I can get drunk. And that's yeah. where I'm at. And especially if you think about the craft beer um, movement, so to speak, people are drinking, try different tastes and try different things. Absolutely. And, you know, how they is wanna... this beer? And, and now that I think that, you know, breweries are actually making beers that are, that are drinkable, um, that are non-alcoholic. I think um, there's a lot of potential there. Because what would you have before, like Oduls, Cutter? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I think Heineken just too. came out with their Zero or something, which is still Heineken. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Actually, Heineken. yeah, for sure. It made my list, and okay. I'll get into that as well, too. But, um, yeah, no, the the craft breweries are definitely coming out. They're, they're using good ingredients. They're using hops. I mean, they're really putting a lot of love into it. And, you know, it's true when, when you don't want to drink or say you're, you have, you're pregnant or you have some kind of, like, something holding you back from alcohol but what i've been noticing though is that a lot of people in the industry like people that i work with people that are like in accounts people that are other reps they're all gravitating towards this because i mean a lot of us has just been drinking for so long you know what i mean and at a certain point it's cyclical you get over it you know you do have your moments where you want to drink and you get fucked up but then there's other moments where you don't but you know what there's something like a placebo effect about having a beer and just sitting back, hanging out with your family or with your friend or just chilling, watching the game or just, fuck, I like the taste of beer, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty curious about how these things work out. So so um, I'm going to go five to one, uh, number one being my top. Um, I'm going to start it out with uh, a little brewery called Partake Brewery. Um, they're from Canada. Ooh. And uh, I got turned on to these guys from Total Wine & More, one of my accounts. And uh, I'll, same thing, the manager there was not drinking. And uh, we got into a conversation about it, and he's like, oh, you got to try these. So I was like, okay, great. You know, so I gave him a whirl. And the first one that I tried was their stout. So the Partake Stout um, on Untapped has a rating of 2.54. <laughs> and uh, this is out of 653 ratings. So um, honestly, and my notes here was this non-alcohol, this NA, that's what I'm going to call it. This NA was, it was okay. Um, it was the first Partake Brewing that I picked up, and I honestly had high hopes for it because, you know, the guy was talking to me, and I just kind of was, I'm a, I'm a positive guy, you know what I mean? So I was like, stoked. I love stouts. I'm going to try this beer out. Um, you know, it was cold, all that good stuff. But when I tried it, the stout was just too malty for me. It was really sweet. Um, I just, it didn't, it didn't come through for me like I liked. You know, I drank them. Um, I drank all six of them, like, in the course of a few days or whatever. It wasn't a big deal, but I just... To me, I wasn't going to buy anymore. So, you know, that was it with that. So that was my number five. Um, coming in at number four is actually Heineken really? Zero Zero. And I, and I know that, like, everyone says the same thing. I don't like Heineken. It's skunky. It doesn't taste good. But something happens when you take the alcohol out of Heineken. It takes that skunky flavor and that taste out of it. And what you get is more of, like, a hop water that kind of has, like, the hops coming through a lot better. You get, like, this weird Bavarian banana clove like flavor that's kind of amazing actually and uh honestly i like it a lot it's it's just kind of like uh soothing it's better than drinking a soda the other day i bought a 12 pack and they were cold and i was stuck in traffic and i like looked over my seat and i was like what the fuck? i'm gonna crack one of these <laughs> things the open dude. and like what whatever who cares like even if a cop stopped me i'd be like yeah it's a heineken zero zero it has doesn't have any alcohol in it you know what i mean there's literally a commercial uh yep. in that situation right i didn't like, point, you know, I was yeah. like that was me there's that was me driving down the 101 with the heineken zero zero <laughs> dude i i was actually between display builds it was a friday it was like my last display builds i was building and i was like fuck i got one more to build and I was stuck in traffic, cracked the Heineken Zero, got to my next stop. I wasn't drunk, but I was kind of happy that I had a beer <laughs> along the way. You know what I mean? Um, it's almost like that. Uh, the Heineken Zero Zero is the new Mentos. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, you just hold up the Heineken. It's like, oh. Yeah, right. 
so the sober maker. The soda maker. <laughs> the sober maker. So so my buddy um who works for for AB he turned me on or for the um for the distributor that I work for it's an AB distributor he because they come in bottles and cans he he turned me on to the cans and legit the cans are better than the bottles the bottles have like a weird taste to it. it tastes too watery almost it's like it doesn't do it for me so the cans are actually legit pretty stoked on them um it's a great lunch beer honestly like I I'm pretty stoked on it so it made my number four it has a rating of two point three five out of 49,000 entries. So that's closer to what you were saying, Cole. Wow. It wasn't 70,000, but this is yeah. over 49,000 entries, and that's definitely my highest out of all of these five, for sure. So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, number three was another Partake Brewing, um, and this was their IPA. Their IPA came at a rating of 2.77 out of um, 1,800 ratings, like 1,823. Um, and this was a close call between this and the pale ale. Um, this IPA, it was good. It was a little sweet and the color was a little dark for an IPA. So that's the only reason I kind of like, eh, it was good. I liked it. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, me being really critical about it. I thought it was just a little bit sweeter, but, um, coming in at number two was their pale ale, the Partake pale ale, which is great. Honestly, it's, it's really, really nice. I love this, L, uh, this N.A., um, it's not as malty. It's more balanced. Uh, it's got a drier finish to it, and I thought that was great. It's very unique, very tasty. I poured some for a friend in the glass. I was like, "Hey, check this out!" And like, they're like, "Oh my god, that tastes just like a beer." That like, is crazy. Insane. I'm gonna have to try that. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah, for I'm sure. very excited to try um, a IPA or something with no booze in it, like absolutely. with absolutely no alcohol in it. Alcohol. So, so I, this is great. So the pale ale came at 2.85 out of a rating of over 1,500 ratings, um, like 1518. So, um, so there's some people drinking it, um, and then exactly what you guys are saying, like this leads to my number one um, non-alcoholic beer is from Athletic Brewing, and that's from San Diego. Obviously, that's like almost the home of IPAs for the West Coast here. You know, they know what the fuck they're doing down there, and this is the Free Wave Double Hop IPA. I cannot say. Like the any like I honestly can't say enough about how good this beer is at this non-alcoholic beer. It's amazing. Like I just said, you can pour it in a glass. You can pour it for a friend, and you could probably watch him like drink it and be like ha 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 like behind the scenes because they would have no idea that it was like seriously like it's a really really <laughs> fucking good tasting beer. Um, this got three point six nines, which is the highest rating out of all of the ones that I checked out. Um, this was over eleven hundred ratings. Literally loved this beer. I will buy this beer over and over again. This is an amazing beer. You can pour it in a glass and enjoy it with whatever, food, games, whatever you want to do. If you're looking for something just to kind of get you through and you don't want to drink, it's a, it's an amazing beer. Like I said, I can't say enough good things about it. From Athletic Brewing down in San Diego. So, I'm going to have to put um, yeah, that in you know, my honestly, I, just, um, I think that this is... Yeah, and that one's at Total Wine for sure here. Um, I know BevMo has like certain ones, but they didn't have the free wave. Um, so, and you know, it's, you know how social media is. You start talking and all of a sudden like advertisements start yep. coming up on your phone. Like literally I've been getting ads for that shit all the time. They can like deliver it to your house. There's all kinds of different ways of getting all of these beers. Um, you know, and, and there's a slew of beers out there. I know Lagunitas just came out with an I INPA, I believe it's what it's called. Um, and I haven't tried it yet, but it's on my list. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of great beers out there. So if you are trying to just kind of stay healthy, 
trying not to, you know, trying to lay off the booze a little bit, but you just, you love beer and you, you know, sometimes you just want to celebrate with people too. You know, there's a a multitude of reasons why you would order or buy non-alcoholic beer. It's just good to know that we have some good choices. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. That's seriously so cool. Yeah. The only ones I'd heard of before, before literally right now, um, aside from the Heineken and like the other domestic type stuff like O'Doul's and whatnot, um, have been athletic. I've heard uh, a lot of good things about athletics, so I'm glad that th- those are available kind of on a wider basis, like at a Total Wines or something. You don't have to be at the brewery to get it. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely for sure. And and athletic, I mean, it seems great. I was checking out their website, and like I said, I've only tried one of their beers, the mm-hmm. the Double Hop, but they have like a Cerveza, they have a Pale Ale, they have like all kinds of different stuff. So honestly, with the quality of this IPA that I drank, I'm looking forward to trying those other ones as well. Nice. Well, I'm into that. Do you, do they do uh, actual like like High octane beers, or is it all? You know, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I very well could be affiliated with a brewery. You know, I know that I, I, I could do a little more research in it and see where their brewer came from. But um, a lot of these people have life choices that send them in this direction. A lot of them are like medical conditions. A lot of these mm. brewers like loved beer. They grew up with beer. They had some kind of medical condition. Really, that's kind of like the constant in all of these like new breweries that are doing NAs. They're like, dude, we love beer, but I can't drink it anymore. You know, I can't drink alcohol anymore. So they're being really creative and, and coming up with these amazing beers for people. That's awesome. Well, Non-alcoholics. I'd actually like to get some and see if Nick would know. <laughs> yeah, don't get the. You'd have to get, get like pale. a porter or yeah, something, something, right? Or something. Yeah. The the double yeah. the, the double hop would be the probably the one that you might be able to fool him with. Everything else is kind of if you're a beer drinker, you would know. Okay. Well, he sure. just he hates hoppy beers, like too hoppy, so I have to be careful. Gotcha. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll okay. try some of the yeah, other ones out. I appreciate. Out. I'd you know. really like to see. And then... for sure. Oh, absolutely. It'll 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 be something we talk about for sure. <laughs> we need to see it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, it's me again. So. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. All right, speaking of uh, Nick again, let's give a, a, a quick, let's round out uh, our fantasy football year um, so that we can uh, move on and then hopefully next year have the old drafting party and everything else that we normally do um, for uh, fantasy football. Maybe get back to, maybe not punishments like we did uh, last year, but uh, get back to, to more of the uh, interactive type fantasy football that we've had in years past, as it were. So we're going to go ahead and uh, just kind of give the final um, how things shook out and where people ended up uh, in terms of the stats and the rankings and all that good stuff. So let's start at uh, number eight. Do you know what number eight is? Any guesses? Myself. Ice cold oh, yeah. beer. Oh, damn. Somehow... How the mighty have fallen. Nick came in Half at number seven. Nick's, uh, Nick's nice team. I COVID and I just gave up. It was COVID. It was a I COVID season for sure. It was some bullshit. <laughs> Even though you were six and eight, Coley, uh, you lost out to Nick's nice team at <laughs> two and 12. Uh, <laughs> who came Damn in at number it. seven. Holy shit. At number six, not doing too much better. Um, in fact, you actually did better than this guy as well as Tug Jones, Jimmy G Unit at four and ten. And then uh, number five is me, Coley. We had the record? same. Uh, the Great job, Fred. Great record. job. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> Philip Livers, uh, the commish, came in at six and eight. And I am the commissioner. And you know, it's funny because I think I lost to, I think I lost to Nick. I was one of his two, right. uh, his oh. two wins, and I thought to that. To when the guru was on, and he was the, he was the guy who's like, well, it wasn't me. Well, it turns out you're the one who, uh, who lost to Nick. Well, hey, guess guess who the other loser to Nick was? This guy sitting right here. And I remember thinking I was a little annoyed. I'm like, damn it, dude. If I seriously, I lose to Nick and I miss the playoffs. What the hell? Turns out I never would have made the playoffs because uh, coming at number four is the guru, Guru Smith Schuster, is the name of his team at nine and five. Damn. Like there, there's no way the bottom four ever would have. If that's not, you know, we wouldn't have made in the, the top bracket. Uh, Otter came in at number three. Otters like anal, uh, also at nine and five. Number two, our very woo woo. own Sancho yeah. came in at 11 and three. The best record uh, this year in the Come league. Come on. 11 and three. And number one, our former Florida man, uh, now a Maryland man, uh, Zach with the nice. Pledge of Bides. Nine and five. Congratulations. Yeah, well job. done, Zach. That was amazing, guys. There's a nail biter right there. <laughs> uh, came Dude. down to Josh Allen there, and I was like, oh, my God, we, I might get this in the first half, and then just, no. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? Like, I can't believe this as close as it was considering that Zach had, um, who was it that went off? Alvin Kamara or whatever had, like, Yeah, 50 he had, points like, 50 points. It was or insane, something stupid. dude. Yeah. And, and my team just shit fed that week. I thought for sure you were going to pull it out. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to pull it out, even God. though that guy got 50 points against him uh, just so for close. one guy. But, uh, no, well done, Zach. Zach well comes done, at bud. number one. Um, and if you guys, uh, if it's been a while since you've seen it, maybe go back and watch him lip-syncing um, All I Want for Christmas is You uh, by the fireplace from last year's punishment. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was a good sport about that. Oh, Zach's um, awesome, dude. Great win there, buddy. Yeah, so well done, Zach. Uh, congratulations, sir. Next year we'll get back to it. Hopefully next year we can get back to what we normally do for fantasy football all the way around from brunches, buffets, and everything else that we normally do. Looking forward but, to uh, it. I feel like we're, we're hitting the end here of Draft 76. Nice. I feel like I got oh, something out you. of this. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about that? That's a, that's a good start for 2021. There you go. Bringing some, uh, some content, as it were. Uh, again, you can find us online at boozleague.com, uh, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to us so you get all the latest ones as they come out. Find us online, Instagram. Uh, I was almost said Instagram.com. Instagram, <laughs> boozleague. Um, Facebook.com forward slash boozleague. Twitter at boozleague. We are semi-active um, on Twitter, as it were. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, cheers. Well, I guess kind of an adjacent cheers. Yeah, um, right. It's, it's a weird... You know what? Here, I got... Here, it is what it is. And it is, it is what, what it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, dry January, for getting in the way of my boozing. Uh, cheers, guys. Uh, and we'll see you cheers. on Draft 77. Cheers. Watch out.